It's certainly good to be here tonight. Uh, glad to have everybody that's with us, and uh, glad Trey could be up with us, and uh, glad to have everybody's come. I want to read the passage of scripture we hear a lot, especially this time of year. Uh, and we've heard it some recently, but I feel like reading some more of it. It's in the second chapter of the book of Luke. And it uh, starts out the first few verses talking about uh, uh, Mary and Joseph coming and, and Jesus being born. And then verse 8 said, And there were in the same country shepherds abiding in the field, keeping watch over their flock by night. And lo, the angel of the Lord came upon them, and the glory of the Lord shone round about them. They were sore afraid. And the angel said unto them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which shall be to all people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. And that's all I feel like I need to read. But when, uh, when the angel said, For unto you is born this day uh, a Savior, uh, didn't just mean the shepherds meant all of us. The announcement was to the shepherds, but the announcement went far beyond the shepherds. And I'm glad it came to me one time. I'm glad I'm saved by the grace of God. And uh, I'm glad to be here tonight. Uh, if you will, let's just stand. We'll have a moment of prayer as we pray. Precious Heavenly Father, Lord, thank you for allowing us to be in church tonight. And thank you that you did send a Savior. Uh, God, and thank you that that announcement's still going out. The angels announced it to the shepherd boys and You've had your church announcing it to the world ever since. And God, we're glad that uh, the tidings were true. And I'm glad, God, that we have reason to not be afraid uh, because that's what takes our fear away. And God, we thank you for salvation. We thank you for being here. Thank you for the opportunity to worship. Help us to have a, a Holy Ghost meeting tonight, God. We ask these things. We praise you in Jesus' name. Amen. You be seated. We turn over to the choir.
Neil came up and asked me if I'd uh, ever signed up on the board to open up. And I said, yeah, I'd, I'd signed up on it. And he's always, oh, he well, your, your name's not come up in a while. And I said, well, I'm willing to. And he said, well, how about tonight? And I said, oh, you know, <laughs> hold on a minute. I said, how about I'll do it next week and, and you do it tonight? And he said, well, next. And I said, wait a minute, next week's New Year's Eve. I said, I'll, I'll go ahead and do it. So. <laughs> but. But it's a uh, it's good to be here tonight, and uh, it's always a, a joy to be in the Lord's house. Um, it's a uh, it's a blessing just to be able to come. And ever since the whole COVID thing we had, and um, uh, it's easy to get wrapped up in routine and, and just you know doing things over and over again. But um, I think we've all got a new perspective on being able to be in the Lord's house, being able to come to church, and uh, it, it's something not to take for granted. But um, all that said, we'll, we'll ask everyone to stand. We'll take prayer requests. Does anyone have an unspoken prayer request? Just remember, remember all those. Any other spoken prayer requests? to everybody to remember uh, my boss's son he's uh, 15 years old and he got diagnosed with cancer back in October and he, everything has been going really well for him but he's gone through his chemo and stuff now and that's that's taken a toll on the family and uh, he's a he's a God-fearing man and uh, uh, he's just one of those guys that you click with right away and you, you know you know you can get a witness with people and they, they don't have to tell you who they are, if they're really a Christian, it shows out. And uh, um, so I'd just like to remember him and his family. He's got a big family, and uh, that'd be a bur big burden to carry. So I'd like to remember him. I have several requests. Please remember Jody as she's recovering from surgery, and remember Solly, he's got more tests to take. And uh, remember Elizabeth and the baby. She's getting closer to the time when she's going to have her. Just that everything goes well with that. And remember my children as they travel and those type of things. Um, I know the Lord is, is with them when I can't, and that's a consolation to me, but remember them in prayer for sure. Amen. Let's remember those. I'm just going to stay in tonight. I don't want to give anybody anything. So remember him, but he's, I just thank 
Anyone else have a spoken request? If not, Wes, try to lead us in prayer. Ask if anyone's got a song or a testimony upon the heart. Been thinking a little bit over the last few services we've had, and um, we've been having some really, really great spirit-filled services. I'm, I'm thankful for that. Um, thinking about the uh, Christmas play that we had, uh, I don't think anything could have been more beautiful than that play and. Uh, the one coming to the altar that night, and um, I like to really remember that young man. Uh, he's he's been searching for a little while, and just to seem so heartbroken and tore up, you know, it it's sad, but it's a blessing at the same time that he knows he's searching, searching out. And so uh, let's remember remember him and his his family for sure. But I just I just really really enjoyed the the play and everybody. Uh, all the testimonies and of the young children and and it was just it was really good and told the story very well. Does anyone at all have have anything upon the heart? I I don't like getting in a hurry in the Lord's house. I like to get plenty of opportunity, but I don't I don't like to drag on either. There's a ghost, there's a ghost inside of me, not like one of those campfire stories, my papa says he brings us welcome, he leads me through the darkness, he leads me through the unknown, he leads me through my troubles and trials, he leads me through the unknown. I appreciate the, the freedom in God's house. And, um, it's good to see uh, young ones stretching, stretching, and I've seen, and I'll brag on Bo just a little bit, and, but I've seen him start just barely saying, I, I got a song to say back in his seat, and gradually he's sung it louder, and he's moved up to the microphone, and 
um, it's good. We got to do everything in the Lord. Don't get me wrong. And it's good to have a church where we can move for God. We can fill him out. We know when we hit. We know when we miss. And me missing has been just as much part of me growing as walking with the Lord hand in hand. And so uh, I appreciate a church where we're able to do that, where yeah. we have the freedom to get up and sing and to testify and, and to share what God's given us to do. It's a true blessing. Lots of places don't have anything like that. And it, it's good to have it here. But, does any, anyone else have anything upon their heart? Yeah. 
appreciate those good songs. I'm glad I know, and anyone who's saved and truly saved, they'll know. Um, I, I was a lot like, uh, you know, everyone else when they was little. How, how would I know? You know, uh, how would I know when God was calling to me? How would I know when uh, when He saved me? And you know, because you feel it in here. It, it, it's all right here in your heart. Um, I can remember that first time I fell under conviction. Um, I, I, that was miserable. That was absolutely miserable. And God showed me how how short I was. And uh, uh, I, I ran from the Lord for a long time. For years and years I ran. He first called me. I was in about sixth grade. And my life turned completely miserable. Um, I, I turned into a boy that I wasn't. And uh, I was just miserable and mad and angry and hurt all the time. And I had kids at school ask me, what is wrong with you? And, you know, and I, I, I didn't know. I mean, I, I didn't know I was in that condition because I was lost. I just knew that something changed my life and I, I was missing, yeah. you know, it was something that I really needed. And I ran from the Lord and ran from him and ran from him. And, and I said, I'll get saved later. You've not been bad enough. You, you know, you know, everything, or you've, you've been too bad, everything that the devil could say, but he fed my way. He, he, uh, he really worked me over and, and until one day, uh, I was at Lafayette church and they was passing out communion and I was sitting way in the back and, uh, the deacons came around like they do here and they passed it out. And as they come by, you know, I, I said, no, I, I can't take it. I was, I was 16 years old. And so how, whatever age you are in sixth grade to 16, I don't, I don't know, but I said, I can't take that. And uh, a girl standing beside me said, well, wh why can't you take it? And I said, well, I, I said, I'm not saved. I, I can't take it. And that's the first time I ever said it out loud. The first time I, I, I told anybody, that was my secret. No one knew but me, I thought. And everybody in my whole family knew. Everybody in the church knew. And, uh, but uh, I thought it was my own little secret all by myself. And when I said to say it out loud, and she just looked at me with the strangest look, and she said, well, why not? Don't you want it? And I had no answer for that. I had no way to explain why I wasn't saved when it turned right back to me. And she said, well, why not? And then I found out, you know, right there that it was me was standing between me and God. It was nothing else. It wasn't how bad I was or how good I was or when I wanted to get saved or anything like that. It was just me standing between me and God. And I should have went right then and got saved. And, but I let the devil jump on me again. He said, well, you're, you know, you don't even go to this church. Your grandpa's church is over there in Holden. Or it was Faulkner Road at the time. But he said, you ought to get saved over there. And I said, well, I, you're probably right. You know, and I, I waited again. And I waited till Sunday morning. That was a Sunday night over that we was having communion. I waited all whole next week till Sunday morning. I said, God, I said, if you call to me again, I'll come. And there were so many times in that church where I'd walked out the back door where conviction was so strong, I couldn't, I couldn't hold my seat. I had to go one way or the other, and I'd act like I had to go to the bathroom. And the bathroom was outside. And so I'd walk around to the outhouse, you know, so many times I did. And, and that day... When God called to me again, he still called to me. It wasn't as strong, but it was still God calling to me. And he, he said, come. And so many times I took that step out of that pew to turn and go to the bathroom. I sat in the same place every time. I'd take that turn, and I would always go right instead of left to the altar. 
Well, as soon as I stepped out to make that move, that same move I made over and over, the difference in this time was I purposed in my heart to go to the altar. And the Lord saved me as soon as I made that step. That same step I made time and time again to run from the Lord and try to get away from conviction. That same step, that same physical step saved me. That different spiritual step is what God saw and what he understood. And I got saved before I even hit the altar. And uh, I'm so thankful for the mercy that God gives us. I'm so thankful for how clear he makes things. And it's not a matter of, you know, great works or how good you can be or anything like that. It's simple obedience to God, simple asking the Lord to save your soul and knowing that you're worthless. And uh, that, that song, I, I, still, I still love that song, He Knows How Unworthy I Am. I could raise my hand to that every service. Every time it's sung, I raise my hand to that. If I don't raise it like this, I raise it in here. Because cause I know, but I'm thankful the Lord loves us. And uh, I'm just thankful for the services we've been having. Thankful for God's mercy and his grace. Um, I think we'll turn it over to our pastor and uh, we'll see. Well, it's good to be here. I, I appreciate what I feel. Good choir singing, good opening up. Good special singing, good testifying. It's good being the Lord's house. <laughs> I'm glad I'm here. I'm glad I'm saved. Now, I'm going to ask again if somebody has a song or testimony, you're welcome. And then we're going to gonna look at these preachers. And I appreciate my preaching brothers. But y'all might notice we got a visiting preacher tonight. I believe y'all know him. And we're just going to call on him in a minute. <laughs> but give him a little bit of warning. Well, he already knew that. Then it's mine. I hadn't said it, but uh, in his heart. Anybody else got a got a song or testimony on your heart? Just uh, don't don't leave anything undone for the Lord. It's whatever God gives you to do, do it. And uh, it's just such a blessing to be here. <clears throat> I just feel like telling this little story. Uh, I was talking to our daughter, Krista, earlier this evening on the phone, and uh, she said, oh, I, got a, I got a little story I want to tell you, something that happened, said, I think it'll be, mean something to you. And I don't know his name, but uh, there's a, a good Baptist preacher that's got COVID that's in the hospital at La Follette. And uh, so Kristen Taub's uh, daughter-in-law, uh, Lydia, works down there. Uh, their daughter-in-law, Kaylee, works down there, and their son, Slate works down there, and uh, they were all in the intensive care room today. And so I don't know all the details, but uh, came up and uh, Kaylee uh, got it on her heart to, to sing a song. And uh, you remember the name of it? I forget the name of the song. Uh, don't, worry about me. don't worry about me. That's it. And uh, Kaylee got it on her heart, and she sang that song. Uh, to the preacher that's very sick and in the uh, intensive cure room and uh, Slate told his mom, said, Mom, we just had church. Said, heaven moved. Said, you could you could feel the Lord all over that, uh, you could feel the Lord all over that uh, ICU room. Said, the preacher rejoiced and we rejoiced and said, we just had a time. I thought, God's able. 
Uh, he can move and he can bless us wherever we're at and whatever our circumstance is and whatever we need. And so uh, I, could just, I could just picture that in my mind. Or, and I, I just thought, boy, uh, you talk about an uplift. Uh, to be in the hospital real sick and somebody come by and get it, uh, get on their heart to sing a, a heavenly song like that. And so, anyway, I just felt like sharing that. It just, it blessed me when I heard it and blessed me again when God let me tell it. Okay, anybody else got anything? All right, won't you really pray? Come on, pray. Ain't got nothing? All right. Let's move down the line. Which one of you fellas has got something? Come. You're welcome. Any others? Trey said no. Jordan's pointing at you. <laughs> you can point back, can't you? Uh, you uh, yeah, that works both ways. Let's pray for Cooper. I really appreciate it. Bless you, brother. Well, what an honor and what a privilege it is to be here. I'll just uh, I'll take my, my time tonight, I guess. I I've been, been excited. I, I told the boys earlier this week, I said, I think we're going to have a great service Wednesday. I said, I just feel it in my bones. I said, I'm excited. I've been excited all day, like Trey said, to be here. Um, I, I've, I've done some things in my life that I've been excited about, but I've never found anything quite like being in the house of the Lord. Uh, there's nothing quite like it, get, getting with Christian family and friends. And You may not be my, my nuclear family, but you're still my family. Uh, if God saved you, I know I'm saved. Uh, we fam we're family. So you, you pray tonight. I, I made us read this, and um, it's in the 22nd chapter of the book of Genesis. And uh, it's common scripture. You pray tonight. I just want to get myself out of the way. That way the Lord can use me. Um, we'll start in the first verse. And, um, I love this scripture. God's allowed me to study on a little bit. And I was at home today, and God put the scripture in my mind and said, Do you remember that? You know? And uh, I love this. It's an Old Testament uh, story, picture, but with a giant tie into the New Testament. Boy, what scripture we have here. It starts in the first verse. It says, It came to pass after these things that God did tempt Abraham and said unto him, Abraham, and he said, Behold, listen to the statement. Here I am. I love that. When God called to Abraham, Abraham didn't hide himself, but he said, Here I am, God. I'm ready to serve you, whatever you need of me. Listen, he said, and he said, Take now thy son, thine only son Isaac, whom thou lovest, and get thee to the land of Moriah, and offer him there for a burnt offering upon one of those mountains which I will tell thee of. And Abraham arose uh, up early in the morning and saddled his ass and took uh, two of his young men with him, and Isaac his son, and, and clave to the wood for the burnt offering, and rose up and went into the place of which God had told him. You pray tonight. There's a little bit of reading here. Then the third day Abraham lifted up his eyes and saw the place afar off. And Abraham said unto his young men, Abide ye here with the ass, and I, will, I and the lad will go yonder and worship and come again unto you. And Abraham took the wood of the burnt offering and laid it upon Isaac his son. And he took the fire in his hand and a knife. And they went, uh, both of them together. And Isaac uh, spake unto his father and said, My father, and he said, here am I, my son. And he said, Behold, the fire and the wood. Listen, but where is the lamb for a burnt offering? And Abraham said, My son, God will provide himself a lamb for a burnt offering. So they went both of them together. You pray, I'm almost done reading here. And they came to the place which God had told him of. 
And Abraham built an altar there and laid the wood in order and bound Isaac and laid him on the altar upon the wood. And as Abraham stretched forth his hand and took the knife to slay his son, listen to this tonight. The angel of the Lord called unto him out of heaven and said, Abraham, and he said, Here am I. And he said, Lay not thine hand upon the lad, neither do anything unto him. For now I know that thou fearest God, seeing that thou hast not withheld thy son, thine only son from me. Listen to what Abraham saw. The 13th verse says, And Abraham lifted up his eyes and looked, and behold, behind him a ram caught in the thicket by his horns. And Abraham went and took the ram and offered him for a burnt offering instead of his son. You pray tonight and maybe the Lord will just let us say a few things and love this scripture like I said. Uh, Tom and scripture, we've heard it preached many a times. Uh, but like I said, I love when God comes to Abraham and says, Abraham, I'm going to test you. I got something for you. And Abraham said, here I am. He said, I'm going to do whatever you want me to do, God. But we need people like that nowadays. We need Christians to say, God, I don't care where you send me. I don't care what you have me do. God, I don't care if it's preaching. I don't care if it's singing. I don't care to, I don't care to go to a foreign country. God, whatever you need me to do, I'm going to do. Uh, when I was a young child, I, I didn't uh, have a zeal to serve God. didn't care much. Got back in church and God gave me a zeal. And I, I'm, I'm to the point in my life where I'm going to say, God, I don't know what you got in store but whatever you do I'm going to go there why? because I know who holds tomorrow and it's Him many things about tomorrow I don't seem to understand but glory be to God I know who holds tomorrow who is it tonight? it's the God who hung the moon and the stars in their places oh my friend I met Him one time as a six year old boy something I'll never forget Listen, let's read on it said He told Abraham to go up there and offer His son Isaac let me say this. It said it was a son that he loved. My friend, it was his darling son. A big comparison here. I begin to think and think about Calvary and think about the time when God gave his only son. Uh, the story that will never grow old. God gave his only son for us. Uh, listen, Abraham was willing to take him up there. And it said they got up there and that they, they had been uh, waiting. And my favorite part about this is. Uh, when Abraham and Isaac got up there and they were ready and everything was ready, I can see his old Abraham was up there, Trey, and uh, just got ready to do it. God got his hand raised and God said, wait a second. He said, I was just testing you. He said, now I know you fear me. But every once in a while, I think God give us a test, don't He? He'll give us something to do. Say, here, do you really love me? Are you willing to serve me? Will you go do this for me? And I want to be the one to stand forth and say, God, I'll do it. God, I'll go where You send me. God, I'll go where You take me. God, Your ways are higher than my ways. God, Your brain is bigger than my brain. God, You know all and I know nothing. Buddy, that was the heart of Abraham. He said, I don't care what happens, what's in the way. Let me say this tonight. The church will be in a good place when it doesn't care what happens, but they'll follow the Lord. No matter what they got to do, where they got to be, that's when the church is in its best place. When they'll say, I'm going to stand for what's right and follow God when He tells me to do something. Abraham was in his best place when he said, you know what? I'm going to follow God. That's what he did there. He said, I don't care what's in the way. I don't care what the world says. The world tells us this is foolishness. My friend, this is everything. This is life. Listen, we're dealing with something serious. Let us not forget that. My friend, there's souls in the balance every day. You know what we ought to be doing? Going into the world and telling them how good God's been to us. Every day I want to go into... I 
I'll make it my goal to go and tell people, buddy, I want to live in a way that my life would show I've been changed. My friend, they sing that song. Glory be to God, I'm forever changed. God changed my life. He picked me up out of a miry pit of sin, uh, turned me around and put me on a new direction. Listen to not. It says that they went there and uh, after God had told him he was testing him, this, this is my favorite part in the scripture. It says, Abraham lifted up his eyes and looked, and behold, behind him a ram caught in a thicket by his horns. And Abraham went and took the ram and offered him for a burnt offering instead of his son. Uh, may I say this? Uh, Abraham didn't have to offer his son. But there was a time yonder on a hill called Calvary when somebody had to give their son up. That's what that was pointing to. Uh, listen, my friend, I don't know how long ago that was. I, I tried to do research and figure a time period when Abraham and took Isaac up there. Uh, and I, I couldn't find it, but I can tell you it was a long, long time ago. But here's the thing. God's knowledge is greater than ours. He's from everlasting to everlasting. And the thing about it is, as far as God was concerned, Jesus had already died on the cross. My friend, He was already looking forward to the day on Calvary. Yes, sir. My friend, I can see as God was there in His own mind. I don't understand God's mind, obviously, but I can see there. As He told Abraham, Isaac, or Abraham, you don't need to slain. He said in 2,000 or so years, there's going to be a Lamb to come. He'll be the Lord of Lords and King of Kings. He said, that'll be the sacrifice. Listen, that ram there, it didn't take away the sins forever. But my friend, there was a man who came and He lived perfect for you and I. He, he kept the law into a jot and a tittle so that you and I could have eternal life there. My friend, I can see that ram uh, just innocent as could be. Jesus was innocent in it. I thought about the 53rd chapter of the book of Isaiah quoted many times and it talks there. said a lamb would come as a sheep is done before a shear so he openeth not his mouth pointing forward to Jesus. My friend, through all the Old Testament, we see Jesus was going to come and there was a Son that was going to come. Oh, my friend, how joyous it must have been and how joyous it is to know that He came and said, God will provide. Let me say this tonight. God has provided. He did it. He sent His darling Son for you and I so that we could have eternal life. But I don't know your heart tonight. I, I, I thank God for being here. I thank God for that message. And I, I thank God... Uh, that He sent His only Son for us. But I'm not worthy of it. No, sir. But He loved us enough that He said, I'll go. I'll go. He kept His mouth quiet. I love that. He kept the law, kept it perfect for you and I only because He loved us. I I don't feel like giving invitation. Uh, I I pray that helped you, maybe lifted you up. Uh, We'll turn it back over to our good pastor. appreciate Cooper and I appreciate that message. Boy, it's such a blessing. I appreciate it. And uh, I thought when Cooper's message is my favorite part right here. And I thought, I just, I feel that way too. I mean, I love all the verses. But uh, when he looked and saw that ram and uh, had to look around behind him. And boy, I'm glad the ram was there and uh, provided by God. And Cooper preached it just right, just like it is. That was pointing toward the Lamb of God. 
that was offered at Calvary. And that's just what he preached. And I, I'm glad to, I'm glad to be here tonight. And uh, I tell you what, let's, let's get us a verse of song at least. And, and uh, we'll get everybody to stand. And uh, we'll give Sister Karen a minute to get up here. We'll sing at least a verse of song. Let's just all kind of weigh out what we've just heard preached. Uh, that's a, you know, that's a fine message to a lost person. It's a fine message to a saved person. The same gospel that reached me when I was lost, that showed me I needed to get saved and how I needed to be saved, is the same gospel that refreshes me and reminds me and encourages me of what I've got and lifts me up to keep me going on a journey. So whatever you need to do tonight, if, you need to, if there's somebody here who needs to come pray, Please do that. But let's all embrace what we've heard and think about the season. Think about the Lord coming and dying. He, he was born in, in Bethlehem, laid in a manger, but he went to Calvary and died that we could live. So sing whenever you get ready. Obey the Lord. If, you, if you're saved and just need to come and Get closer to the Lord. Do that. If there is anybody here that's lost, if you need to come pray, you get saved. By all means, do that. Whatever you've got that God might want you to do, do it. Do what God wants you to do. Come home. Come home. I'm glad there's a place to come to this home. Amen. Appreciate that. Now, anybody got something on your heart to, that you feel like doing that the Lord wants you to do? If you got something to say, uh, song to sing. Well, you preachers got some more to say, you're welcome. Testimony, whatever it is, obey the Lord. Good to be here tonight. Man. Good counsel. Hope y'all heard that. He said, if the Lord's called someone, don't reject him. Just go to the altar. Simple. Right to the point. What's, that's good, good testimony and good advice. Appreciate that. Appreciate it. Right, let's pray. Yeah, pray while he sings. A test of one's faith is hard to endure, but Abraham's faith was so strong. God said to offer his greatest love. Yeah. Sweet 
promise yeah. his son God has provided a ram don't bring down your knife Abraham how happy you'll be your son may go free God has provided a ram we all have sinned the dead must be paid God will that justice be done but he granted pardon through one name alone sweet child of promise his Son, God has provided a lamb. Oh, how unworthy I am. He could not go free. Yeah. He died for you and for Amen. me. God has provided a land. Amen. What a wonderful song. That uh, fit with the message to you. Amen. Glad God provided a lamb. Wow. Wow. As Cooper started preaching, I thought, I don't think I can remember all those words. Uh, but God brought back to me. Amen. And I appreciate sure that. Right. Well, appreciate that. I thought maybe you'd just learn it, but that's, man, God knows how to fix it and how to work it. Uh, that was a beautiful song. Went with a beautiful message. Anything else? Let me just remind everybody, next Wednesday we won't be having service. Service canceled next Wednesday because the next night, which is Thursday, which is New Year's Eve, God willing, we'll be having New Year's Eve service here. A little different, a lot different actually, than our normal New Year's Eve service because we're going to start our service at 6 o'clock. We're only going to have one service. We'll just come at 6 o'clock and worship the Lord and, and uh, have one service and when we're done, we'll go home. We won't have won't have refreshments after the service. Won't have another service. So that's, that's our New Year's Eve service. So we'll be we're going to start putting that on the one call and uh, let everybody know it. And uh, so and so tell anybody that you talk to that, that that's the way we're doing it. And so let's really pray uh, not only for that service but pray for Sunday Sunday night. Uh, God might just uh, bless us again. All right. Anything else?
Sure is good to be here. All right, if nothing else on anybody's heart, we'll look at the Lord and ask Keith and pray dismiss Let's have a God, Lord God, we thank you for allowing us once again to come into your house tonight. Lord, we thank you for this message, Father Lord, for the good health that we've tried to do tonight, Lord, that we wish you in. Father Lord, we thank you that you provided the land, Father, that we'll be able to find a way, Lord, to be able to be redeemed in his holy name. And God, we ask you, Lord, on our way home, may you keep us safe. In your name we pray. Amen.